All right. Start doing hustle. So this is Generation H, also known as Generation Hustle. We got Carlos, we got Daryl, and we got Dilly. So today we're gonna be talking about what should you do. I was gonna say we could throw in long-term rental, but Airbnb, long-term rental, or even the short, the short long-term stays, uh, corporate, corporate rentals, or in other word, traveling nurses. I guess over sixty days is that? I would say over yeah. sixty days, ninety days would probably yeah. be more corporate. Un- yeah, rental. over sixty. Yeah. What like under not under one hundred and twenty maybe? Otherwise, it kind of uh, turns to long term. I'd sure. say under six months, really, because okay. some of them do go six months. Yeah. So the reason I bring this up, though, is because uh, we had a uh, I had someone reach out to me on Airbnb, and she she was a traveling nurse, wanted yeah. to stay there for two months. She said furnished finder is what she usually looks at, but a lot of them are for ninety day minimums on furnished finder. Yes. And she only needed sixty uh, days, okay. so oh, she was wow. looking on Airbnb. And then she came and looked at mine, so I got to talking to her a little bit. And I was wondering what would be a better category to go to, management-wise, your time-wise, as well as income-wise, and what route would you take in order to go the traveling nurse? Is it just as simple as posting it on Furnish Finder and then you get booked? Yeah, and I guess what's the demand on it as well as that? Nice. Um, I don't know. I don't. I think that's a huge topic right now because a lot of people are yeah. trying to debate whether or not they want to stay in the long term because it's yeah. with all of the, everyone knows with the COVID stuff, right. people were squatting and everything else, and you couldn't get them out with the short or term. Pay, right? You don't really have that because they're booking through a third party. They have to pay before they stay. So right. now you're eliminating not getting paid one yeah. month or yeah. squatting or something like that. Yeah. So when Huge you debate. so you made one of Airbnb yep. slash uh, travel nurses. Travel nurses. Yeah. Um, pretty recently. So you posted it. Did you post it on Furnish Finder? Did you just post it on Airbnb? Did you have like a minimum amount of stays? So I went just on Airbnb at first and. Dude, it has stayed booked. I haven't even got to put it on Furnish Finder because I don't have any opening days for someone to book it for 90 days. So do you have a minimum amount they have to book? I do. I have a minimum of three days. Three days. So okay. three day minimum. And the reason I did that is I didn't want just your weekend stays. Yeah. I wanted to go more towards the corporate, or not really corporate, but yeah. the in Somebody between travel nurse, travel electrician. Week. Yeah, at yeah. least a week or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what are your thoughts on, on, I know you haven't, so Carlos has an Airbnb, um, I guess, have you thought about doing something like that, where it's, because I was thinking of making one of my Airbnbs to a minimum Exclu- two weeks. Exclusive. Yeah. just two Like, weeks minimum. at minimum two weeks, just so, it takes more of the management off me, you don't have to write, manage the cleaners as much, yep. and yeah. you still get hell of a payout, really. I mean, yeah. it's not, it's, really, it's, you probably make... Just as much, maybe a little bit less than if you do Instead two of days three at a time. In life management. Yeah, in life management. And it's still better than the long term rental. Yeah. So I've considered it. I, I think that for the Airbnb that I have now, it's not, the, the location's not ideal, in my opinion. Yes. Right. Uh, it's just not the proximity to a hotel, to, to, um, Hospital. to hospitals. Yeah. To, to anything where you're going to need like a long extended stay. I, I don't think that it's there. The airport's not too far from there. It's not. It's probably like 15 minutes from there. It's, yeah. it, it's not that bad. But I, I, I don't think that that location is Good prime for it. God. Yeah. But then the other thing is like we never considered that at the very beginning of it. So like we have bookings yeah. through May, through June. We even have some in July already. Yeah. So for us to like try to do an extended stay now, 
we'd yeah. be probably missing out on some revenue. So that's the problem. If you start doing yeah. the three-day, two-day stays, it gets yes. booked out way too far, and then you can't really change it after Yeah, because the moment, the moment September becomes available, I'm sure we're going to get booked. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. There's going to be some sort of concert. There's going to be some sort of race. There's going to be yep. something that's going on, and people are going to look so far in advance, and they're going to book for four days. I already have and bookings. July through October, like it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I have one woman that just booked July twenty something all the way through October sixth. Like she, wow. so we're we're booked from July till October. Yeah, as of today, and yeah. today is April thirteenth. Yeah, wow. Like we're four months ahead. And how far is that? That that's a nurse, or is that? Uh, so she is. She works at the hospital. She's not a nurse, but she works at the hospital, and oh, okay. she just does some type of staffing for them. Yeah. So she's coming in for seventy six nights. And she wanted to stay the whole time. And she found that on Airbnb. She right? found it on Airbnb. And you yep. negotiated. We didn't have to negotiate anything. She came in and she got the exact pricing that we had. She was good with it. her and just booked it for 76 oh, nights. Nice. Wow. No negotiations, yeah. nothing. Just cleaning fee plus yeah. 76 nights. So, so we considered it for another Airbnb that we're going to have. Uh, in a different area that's a little bit closer to like a veterans hospital. Ooh, nice. And to another, I mean, I would say like seven minutes to, yeah to like two different kinds of hospitals one yep. more of a residential one more of a veteran's hospital so we've considered it for that nice uh, so once it goes live and i mean we're still in the demo phase but once we're once we're ready to go live we have considered doing it more of like a midterm and having it be like theme based now are you designing your airbnbs different than your long-term rentals um that's actually that's probably a question that you could answer are you? Uh, so with mine, no, not really. Because all of my rentals, I want no maintenance the for the next yeah. five yeah. to ten years. So oh, I you're talking about the construction, the construction or construction or furnishing? So the construction. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Construction, yeah, construction wise, are you opening up walls to where Fine. on a long term you wouldn't open up walls? You yeah. Would just leave a little doorway and that's it. So, so I'm I'm taking it to the extreme of like flip. Yeah, oh, right. Where it's nice. like I want to get it as close to, if not, you at, want the wow. Yeah, when you walk in. absolutely. Okay. I, I want the wow factor where it's like it needs to be spick and span. It needs yeah. to be shiny. It needs to be new, open concept. Yeah. You know, uh, brushed gold. Whatever, whatever the trend kind of is yeah. for like a house that a modern house that you want to buy. Yeah, that's kind of what I want it to look like. That's cool. So what if that trend switches when people like the closed in walls after that? Do you really what? think it ever go back to that? <laughs> it does. It's not hard to close it. Yeah, but you did spend a lot of money. <laughs> sure, but that might be in like seven there. years. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, let's be real. If you don't like open walls in my Airbnb, <laughs> I don't care as much. Because yeah. Just don't book mine. Because yeah, somebody but, will. But I am going. I'm, I, I'm going. Like uh, flip wise. I'm going yeah. flip. I, I, like, I'm, I'm budgeting okay. for like as if I'm going to sell the house. Especially yeah. if you're refining it. I mean, if you're refining it, the appraiser's going to come in there and say, wow, and give you a higher appraisal. Yeah. So that is the only reason I did mine was for the appraisal yeah. and not necessarily the Airbnb. I did it because I wanted a higher appraisal. Yeah. yeah. He walked in the door and he thought that it was all modern throughout the whole entire house. And my appraisal went up 20, 30,000 to where if I left the little teeny doorways and everything boxed out, yeah. probably wouldn't have got there. Yeah, and it's that is crucial to do that beforehand rather than do it after you already short term because then you get so many bookings and everything. Yeah, there is no time. there's no way to fit. Because, yeah. like, say for example, for me, because we have in-house cleaners. Yeah. Every day that it's booked, 
I mean, sure, if you book like two, three days in advance, or two, three days together, like yeah. the cleaning fee is just assigned to one of those scheduling, to one of those bookings. Yeah. But like every booking, I would say that it's an average of about 175 dollars uh, to $200 a night, right? Yes. So for every day that we're not booked, again, You're we have in-house money. cleaners, right? Yeah, yeah. we're losing $100, 200, yeah. $150 to $200 a day. Yeah. So of course, yeah, I, yeah. why would I want to take 10 days out of our schedule yes. right, to make renovations, improvements, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm losing two. Now, did you notice that when you have the longer stays, are you having to block off one or two nights to make sure the cleaning is done a little bit better? Because I've noticed on mine to where when you're in there for two or three weeks, you leave it a lot dirtier than the three yeah. and five day people. So now I'm having to block off an extra day for my yeah. cleaner to go in and it, she's there for eight hours instead of four hours. Yeah. So I had a 60-day booking, and I forgot to block off, because they oh. were leaving on a Friday, and I forgot to block off the next two days. Yeah. And then someone booked it, moving in that Friday. So in that case, I just got you know, two of my friends that are cleaner, that like college friends, I guess, that I trust. And I said, you need to go in there at 11 and clean every single floor. For everything. four hours, and yeah. three and so, people go to town. Exactly, yeah. and they pumped it out, and... Uh, the That's next cool. person didn't complain about it being dirty or anything. Yeah. I didn't lose any revenue either. I mean, I might have paid a little extra for that cleaning. For the cleaning, yeah. But yeah. I didn't lose that weekend revenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is usually a lot higher. Yeah. Because yeah. I've noticed that to where yeah. when they book a little mm -hmm. longer, my cleaning lady charges us more because she's there for eight hours instead of four yeah. hours. So yeah. now instead of $120, she charges $200. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense, right? Like if course. they stay 10 days, 14 days, 30 days, 60 days, and you're yeah. like, they're, it's gonna be dirtier. Like sure, I have a vacuum there, I have a mop there, I have stuff that they can clean, but are they going to? No. They know that they don't have to after they are. 20 days. Exactly. You know, like somebody's gonna come in and clean behind them. So yeah, no, I. Ideally, yes, but it would have to fall in a good time. Otherwise, we're kind of yes. like tag teaming it, yeah. so we're not losing revenue. And I hate it because every time I book off that extra day, I'm like, oh, that's $150 yeah. I'm yeah. losing. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. with mine, I don't know about you guys, but mine has stayed booked 25, 27 <laughs> days a month. Yeah. I'm not too yeah. open more than that. Yeah, I've been pretty booked so far, especially summertime coming up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have y'all seen an uptick since summertime hit? I have a little bit, but then again, I had that 60-day booking, so now that that's over, now I'm seeing a lot more bookings. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for me in our market, um, in my, our immediate kind of neighborhood, there's been three that have come up recently yeah. after us. Oh. So it's kind of slowed us down, it looks like. Yeah. Um, Are you higher or lower on the price point? Uh, so our price point has gone up okay. because we do have more ratings. So we yeah. have more stars, we have more ratings, more, more just kind of comments, right? So compared nice. to theirs, though, is yours higher? Ours is still higher. Oh, okay. Compared nice. to the four, we're still the highest, but we're not bringing in, and by not as much, I'm, I'm talking maybe like 20% less, 15% less business okay. this, this month than we were last month. So it's a bit of a difference. We do see it, yeah. but for us, it's just a, okay, cool, well... As entrepreneurs, what do we do? We yes. pivot, yeah. right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like pivot. it's like okay, so do we have to do a fence now? Do we have to like do fire some sort pit. of fire pit? Yeah, like how do we how do we stand out? How are we how are we gonna make a difference? Nice. So we're standing out. Yeah, that's a good point. Because yeah. we're the cool thing is we're all in different markets. Yeah, or pretty yeah. much. I mean, yeah. you're on yeah. one side, you're on the other side, yeah. which and then I'm way <laughs> down in the opposite area. Yeah. So, but I think that uh, to your point. I, 
I, I think it's where you are in your business, what your portfolio looks like. If you are yeah. still hustling, grinding, you only have one Airbnb, you have a full-time job, whatever, and you want to be super active, then maybe kind of the short-term stuff, because you might see more money, might yeah. yes. is the big kind of word there. But if you could do midterm, I think it's a good intermediary between long-term stuff and short-term stuff, because yes. you have... Higher, you have more net or more gross income that's coming in over the same kind of right. time. Yeah. And then you also still have people that are worried about their score, right? If you have to rate them back or whatever, like they're going to take care of your property yeah. more so than like anybody else. Yeah. So right. say you, y'all were doing it over, you're getting your first property. Are you making it short term, long term or corporate? Uh, so for me, because we're going to have something that's going to come up in like a month and a half, I, th I think we're going to strongly consider the midterm. So okay. like long-term, 60-day, 90-day type stuff. So we're going to try to focus on making it super homey nice. and like for people to stay in long-term. Um, but I think that it's because of location. Okay. I think that for mm -hmm. our first one, I think we still would have made it like a short-term rental. Gotcha. Because of proximity to our house, it's not really close to uh, hospitals, that kind of stuff. We'd probably still make it a short-term rental. Yeah, so, so for me, it's the same thing. Location and also how it will perform um, monthly versus the long term and price point of the house, of course. If it's a three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars house with a mortgage on it, I would rather prefer to Airbnb it just to overcome the mortgage rather than doing a long term stay. Yeah, because long term you're making three, four hundred bucks a month. Yeah, you're probably nice. making one fourth, one third of what you're making. Um, yeah, Airbnb wise. Nice. But yeah. then again, you have to furnish the Airbnb and all that, yeah. so that you got to take that into consideration. I was going to say, too. it's a big expense. It's a big, yeah. expense. It's a big upfront yeah. expense, for sure. Because yeah. I, I, I spent on ours like 9000 on furnishing ours. Yeah. yeah. You probably spent for. Probably on my two bedroom. We made a budget under 20. Me and my girlfriend made a budget under 2500 and we met it. Right, that's what I'm really kidding. That's yeah. unreal. But, but, so but, but it was thrift <laughs> shop. It was all on the thrift shops, all Black Friday. So a shop. lot of hustle because we're thrift shop. A lot of Saturdays, eight hours Saturdays going yeah. from thrift shop to thrift and, shop. And ours is two bedroom also. Yeah. And we spent nine grand. And yours I is spent three, almost, four bedroom? Yeah, three bed, two bed, three bed. and it was right at 10000 yeah. 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 So it's expensive. It's not cheap. So there's a lot of money that goes up front. Like it's probably going to take you a few months to recoup that money that you put yeah. out, like just for staging. Oh yeah. But once it's now, then that leads to like okay. So you're continuing to buy. You're continuing to buy. I'm continuing to buy. Is the first go to because you have to think of it as investors, right? You yes. go out and buy a property. You're like, okay, what are the exit strategies from from the most likely one that I'm going to choose to yeah. the least likely, right? Yeah. So like, what has moved up to the top? Are you your first instinct thinking, can I Airbnb it? Or are you thinking flip? Or are you thinking rental? Like, what are you thinking so as I'm your the first opposite. exit? I'm the opposite. I go into it thinking long-term because if I always want to have a back play to where I can always long-term rental yeah. if I went short-term. So yeah. I always think, does it make a good long-term? And then I'm like, all right, this area could work for a short-term. And then I would play that scenario out because right. I go first long-term. Because worst case scenario, you have to budget for a long term. Budget for a long of, yeah. term because yeah. I don't want to get stuck with a non-performing Airbnb yeah. and not be able to go back to pivot back long term. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess for me is I look specific when I'm looking for houses that are on one Airbnb. I do plan on Airbnb like I'm looking specifically in certain locations. Other than that, if the house is sub 150k that I'm purchasing it for, I usually yeah. always think long long term. But then maybe in four years, I can transfer it to an Airbnb if the 
if the area gets better, yeah. which is kind of what I did with the house I live in right now. When I first bought it three years ago, uh, Churchill North was a terrible area, and then now it's all now built it's up, and now I Airbnb to the units, and I had no plan when I bought that one to Airbnb in the future. Yeah. yeah. What about yeah. you, Carlos? Um, I think that your answer is the logical answer, and it's how yeah. we should all assess it. But <clears throat> for cash flow purposes, I think kind of short term is what I'm thinking, right? It's in the Nothing back of your head. Yeah, because like you're like, okay, why do we do this? Right? Well, you've seen it work, so it's yeah. different now. Yeah, you've seen yeah. It yeah. once you do one, yeah, yeah. you're like, doing it. you know, do I want to put more? Sure, Airbnb is a lot more effort, more it cost is. up front. Obviously, the turn, like the. You're, if you're flipping it, you're obviously like spending more money on the front end yep. too, on renovations. Like it's a lot more expensive, but you're going to end up seeing it over time, right? So, yes. so for me, it's kind of like yes, I'd, it needs to numbers wise, it needs to work long term wise. Yep, as just a regular rental. But like, I'm always looking at can can I Airbnb it? Yeah, it's like yeah, Airbnb first. Sure, it needs to fit the long term stuff. But then midterm, and it, and I think the midterm thing for me is kind of secondary because I haven't done it yet. But yeah, I think that once I do it, it might be because I'm getting lazy. So it might be like, <laughs> okay, so like I'm gonna put it out. Someone's yeah. gonna stay there for ninety days. I'm just gonna sit back and be like, okay, I'm gonna manage it, make sure that they're happy throughout those ninety days, yep. and I'm gonna collect a lot more rent than yes. I would if I was just long term renting it. Yeah. So I think that I might pivot to that, but I feel like. <clears throat> At least from like the yeah. seminars that we've gone to, and like everybody's pivoting to that. Oh, they're all pivoting to that yeah. because of yeah. everything that happened with COVID. I think yeah. kind of yeah. spiked it because who yeah. wants to get stuck with a long-term tenant not paying? I mean, right. yeah. Yeah. Um, now, does it matter with price points for you guys? Like, are you certain houses and certain like if you're two hundred thousand, are you more attracted to do Airbnb versus are you buying a four hundred thousand dollar house and making that an Airbnb? Because now your mortgage is two thousand. If I was buying anything, if the ARV of any of my properties, I feel like are over two fifty, three hundred, I would probably lean more towards Airbnb being that. Okay. Um, doesn't mean I have to, but I feel like I would look to do that because or the numbers just work better. Then. Because the numbers look better, you cash flow more, and okay. usually it's in a better area, closer to the city, maybe. Yep. Um, type. That's what I think. What do you think? Uh, for more expensive properties like that, I, I'm probably only buying them if I can flip them. Really? Flip them. Okay. Yeah. See, and that's. Yeah, yeah. I'm shifting like to that. So three hundred thousand uh, in yeah. a good area that you see long term appreciation in. Uh, maybe it has to be a really nice residential area, and okay. at that point, sure. But like, I don't know. I think that for those type of houses, I'm probably first looking at flipping it. Okay. And then it's uh, like, okay, I don't know if I'd want an Airbnb in a nice neighborhood. Yeah. True. Because I feel yeah. like you're gonna get a lot of heat from the neighbors. Yeah, I guess it depends. I mean, yeah. if you have an acre acre of land like my place in Ashland, I mean, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Stuff, oh, so you're gonna Airbnb that? Uh so I'm going between flipping and Airbnb. Ah, okay. I think I'm gonna Airbnb it. Yeah, most of my place. Um, and then one other question I have for you guys: Do you think, obviously, in the short term, Airbnb is a good play? Yep. Do you think long term, two, three, four years out from now, is there gonna be too much supply on the Airbnb regulations hit? I mean, and also for people watching, I mean. Regulations could come, and then everyone that spent ten thousand furnishing an Airbnb could just be like, "Shoot, six months later, they gotta sell all the furniture for yeah. one eighth the price." I don't know. It's something I think about sometimes. I too. think that when that happens, because it is gonna happen. For it's gotta sure happen because 
everyone is switching to everybody. that. Everybody, yeah. right? And obviously there's a big uproar, there's housing demand, yep. nobody has a place to rent, nobody has a place to buy, but yep. all these people all of a sudden, have people, people, people in the stable included, yeah. like have Airbnbs. That we didn't have, have two years ago, actually. We just all got Airbnb in the last two years. We yeah, started on Airbnb. Yeah. And, and now we're looking to add more, so like, yeah. and there's obviously like a housing crisis that's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like there's a, it's only a matter of time before uh, regulation starts to hit, and when yes. regulation hits, it's going to hit hard. And but I don't f- want to be stuck with that four hundred thousand dollar house that has a two thousand dollar mortgage, and Airbnb yeah. is the only way I made it work. Yeah. Now I'm stuck. And now, and now more, more people are thinking like you know everyone's selling their four hundred thousand dollar house yes. at the same time. Now, but but once that happens though, and all that red tape starts to get thrown around, I feel like then a lot of people are going to do just that. So then you just go through the, the process, red taping it, yep. and then making sure that it is Airbnb liable or, uh, or compliant. Right. Like getting the permits, yeah. getting what you need to do. And then you can still run it as an Airbnb. Yeah. Unless they, unless they outlaw it. Out. Do that. Yeah, ride a lot it of out. people aren't going to want to do that. Unless they literally outlaw it. Like in Richmond, you're actually not supposed to have them, but they don't really crack down on them. So yeah. where I'm at, the, they don't technically allow them, but yeah. they don't, because they only allow you to do 30-night minimums where I'm at. But they don't enforce yeah, the exactly. law, so it's a little yeah. different. They so I wouldn't say they don't care, but if your neighbors are complaining, they yeah. tend to care. Which is a good more. reason to think of it as like, all right, does it work as a long-term rental? Yes, yeah. does it work as a long-term Because <laughs> like, yeah. like that, yeah. they can start trying to crack down. Because so, if you have to transition... I at least want to make something because who knows what the market's going to look like when that happens. Yeah. Market goes down. Now our $400,000 house is a three fifty. We make no money. Yeah. Um, so we were talking about short-term rentals um, and if the city turned on a dime. <clears throat> what are you going to do? <clears throat> yeah, like what are you going to do? And then we were all just like, yeah, it needs to work as like a long-term rent. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, right? Because I think that's where people make a mistake is they come in and they only focus everything on short-term rental because right now, let's be real, how many of y'all's family members, when you go to these family cookouts, say, dude, I want to get into Airbnbs. I want to get into Airbnbs. Yeah. They don't even mention long-term rentals. They just yeah. say, oh, I want to get into the Airbnbs because it's a shiny new object that everyone's yeah. trying to do. It's shiny. It's new. It's fun to design. It's yeah. fun to stay in. It makes money. It makes sense yeah. as to why people want to do it. But it's also very dangerous if it's you're risky. not a seasoned investor yeah. that <clears throat> realizes that you do have to prepare for a worst-case scenario. And like we all do, and that's why we were saying as we were having this conversation that like you think long term first, yes, but you hope for short term rental money, right? Yeah. So it's just something that we have to be really careful for. And people who are jumping straight into it, and they're like, I want to have an Airbnb, but they're not like preparing for. Hey, I'm just I might need to put it as a long term rental for like two years. Yeah. Yeah. So just like the exit strategy. Not only that, but they're buying these things at top dollar. And wanting to short-term rental, yeah, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, now yeah. they have no exit strategy. Yeah, they I can't think, go long-term, and they can't go selling because now they may or may not break even. Yeah, I think we all know uh, a person or two that has overspent on a property yes. because it's going to be an Airbnb. Yeah. So like, they look at the $200 a night, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. And, it's like, and they de- times yeah. that by 30. Oh, we're going to make this yeah, much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's really scary. It is scary. Six grand a month for thirty days. <laughs> yeah. My mortgage is twenty five hundred. Gets me thinking. What if you just bought a property, 
turned it to an Airbnb, got bookings, and then just sold it as it or sold it as an Airbnb. Could so raise the it could been, raise the value like fifty k. So I've heard I've that watched could a couple videos yeah. saying that you can actually book out a place and then turn around and sell it as a revenue business. Yeah, yeah exactly. Business. I bet yeah, you get a, a lot more. I mean, it's furnished, it's business, of course. Yeah. You spend the money on the furnishings, but. Yeah, it's all the future bookings you future get. Future bookings, yeah. That people are paying for. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to sell this to you at an extra 80000 And I don't think that. people, yeah, I don't think people really. It's unearned income. Correct. Yeah, if you're being really careful about it, it is unearned income because something could happen. You can oh, have yeah. a leak and then all of a sudden you have to cancel it. You cancel all the yeah. bookings. Yeah. But, like, but I, I agree. Me with and that. you aren't buying <laughs> that type of stuff. I would People probably I would. Yeah. I do think. Because they're just looking at the revenue. And not necessarily lazy investors, but the ones that don't want to put in the research or put in the time. They yeah. just want an Airbnb. Yeah. They probably buy it. They might not have Or a vacation they house that's booked out or has a. Yeah. Or you have a track record of it being booked out all last summer. People would probably buy that. Yeah. So who's going to try that first? No kidding. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know I, mean? I don't know. You're going to sell your Groveland? You're going to sell, sell yours? I'll sell house. No, that's what I mean. You're going to sell one of your yeah, Airbnb? Don't you, don't you have a cool. good uh, booking that's 72 days booked 76 out? 76 nights. Oh, 76 yeah. nights? Yeah. Guaranteed yeah. 12K for somebody? 12K. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> without the 12K. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to let them stay there and then y'all sell it to you. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's um, it is really interesting to kind of explore the different options. Like when you're looking at houses, yeah, long term, short term, is it a flip? It, it just like looking at all the exit. I was strategies. gonna say the the house you're working on. You just said you were gonna switch. You were going short term, and yeah. now you're switching to flip. Yeah, why, I, I, why is that? Um, so the main reason for that is because one, we bought it just like you guys mentioned. We. I would say overpaid for it with the okay. intention of it being an Airbnb. So you can get it back. And it was like... Oh, you think you overpaid for it? Yeah, I would say that. I mean, it was... Yeah, I would say we're, we're probably... Like, a little, it wouldn't work a long-term rental. No, upper. no. Okay. I think we paid above market for it. Yep. And it was with the intention of it being an Airbnb and we had a whole idea over it and whatever. But, but as things started to pan out, yeah. we started to realize that Given the neighborhood, given the street, given uh, what's in the back okay. alley, like given that we've been broken into a couple times in two weeks, like given those facts, like our yeah. reputation as hosts yes. and what our rating looks like is significantly more important than us just trying to push another Airbnb out. Yeah. So yeah. for us, it's just like, okay, we'll cash out on this one. We'll just change. And we have multiple projects going on. So like we'll change the different other projects that we're working on yep. to have it still fit where it will add to our portfolio. That's cool. But like, we don't want to spend all your energy <clears throat> on staging yeah. it and everything. You know, and that's, and that, I will say and that then it that's gets broken in, broken into or yeah. your guest, their car gets broken into. Right? That's yeah. the, that would be the worst. I, that's the that, worst. Yeah. That's what I worry about sometimes. <clears throat> I mean, mine's not the worst area, but I mean, yeah. there is some crime that happens. But. And that's something that I think that uh, people that aren't seasoned Yes. Like have a hard time dealing with is like this is what I wanted it to be and they committed to it and they want to follow it through because it's like yes. what they've been reading, seeing, hearing, talking to. But it's like it's okay to pivot. Don't yeah. you think it's if like it, a form of tunnel vision? It is. They yeah. see is. the gold shiny object and they, they just don't, don't look change. at any yeah. of this. It, and it's like they see the money at the end, but it's like be careful because yeah. then that can just like bury you. Yeah. That can burn you. Have you thought about Making a different account. If you still want to make an Airbnb, 
you could make a different Ooh, account that's, and that's if could, that way the ratings won't affect and then just burn that account if it doesn't have yeah because <laughs> you could start with your LLC uh, yeah. I think you did that, right? With I your did. LLC. Yeah, started in the LLC. Yeah. So. Yeah. We could do that. But then if it doesn't work out, then you're stuck with well, that, that long term. You're stuck with long term. Long term. Or yeah. flipping. Yeah. Oh, you could still sell it. You're stuck with the furniture. Well, it yeah, you could be <laughs> You've invested in. That's I don't true. know how y'all are doing, but my refinances, I got to hold for four or five years. Three to five years. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, so before making, prepayment. Yeah, the prepayment oh, yeah, penalty. Yeah. The prepayment penalty. So they're doing three years. It's five percent. After that, that it goes down and down. And Imagine five percent of a two hundred thousand house. That's ten grand. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you have to pay five uh, percent penalty in the first three years. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no. So it's five percent if I sell within that first, first year. Oh, first, first year. year. So it's five. Then it goes down to four percent. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's what, pricey. Exactly. That's But that's the ones you get too, right? Kiabi, yeah. Kiabi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kiabi, for, uh, uh, Finance, uh, Finance, Finance America, America does that. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you, if even, I think even commercial banks. No, I don't think so. I've got like commercial I, loans. I think so. so I think, they, I think they do. they're smaller. They though. do. Smaller. I think they're three, two, one though. They're not Maybe. five, four, three, two, one. Most of yeah. them are three, two, one. Yeah. Because on my personal residence, my luckily I was good friends with my lender, but normally they do three, uh, three years. And they yeah. do three <clears> percent <throat> and then two one, but my lender waived all that because we are friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, so they still oh. they still hit you. I, yeah. Because think about it, like most commercial loans balloon at five. Yeah, like, correct. So right. like, why why balloon you from five four three two one and then like force you to refi? Because right. right. otherwise you're still going to pay a penalty of at least. But 5%. I'm saying I don't think there's any on mine because I did one where I bought it with a commercial and then refied it into a thirty year. Yeah, and I don't. I guess I might not have seen it on the HUD. How long did you? How long? Only less than a year. Oh, so you would have uh, been hit. Yeah, yeah. I would have been hit. Hmm. So I don't know, but maybe I just maybe. didn't notice it on well, the HUD. Maybe you didn't notice the yeah. You yeah, yeah. Did. I don't know where they would put that. You're gonna go back. It would be a line check. item. Yeah, no, it would. It would be a line item. You think so? Prepayment penalty would be oh, a line sure. item. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, it it's a or would it just be part of like? It couldn't be other. It'd have no, to be it it they'd have to identify. It's um, a big enough sum. I don't think. I don't think I had to pay one, but maybe my lender gave Wait me a break. Waved it or yeah. gave you a break or something. Maybe. Yeah. Possibly. But there are really good lenders out there that are, especially right now, so something that I've noticed and it gets talked about a lot is like, obviously there's a deficiency in the market for like regular homeowners and like yes. renters and stuff like that. But like, I feel like there is a market that has been changed for investors. Yes. 100%. Right? Like there's yeah. more and more money out there. There's more and more. I won't call it leniency, but like more uh, hoops that you have to get through, but there are still more options out there than there were yeah. before. Because I feel like just a year or two years ago, it was like, this is the one person you talk to. Yeah. And like she would make it happen. He would make it happen. And now it's like, oh yeah, there's all these other options. Got six different options yeah. instead of just two. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And then you now have to navigate through that just like a regular homeowner would. Exactly. But it's, I think it's because there's been a shift from like residential yes. to like investor and like all yeah. these people buying investment properties. And I still think, so I have a couple of buddies that they still buy the houses in their personal names, all of their rentals, mm -hmm. because when they started buying, there wasn't loan options really for commercial houses. So they just went through their normal personal yeah. broker and he did every, loan. The conventional yeah. loan yeah. and that's it. Yeah. So, yeah, but they do get cheaper rate with that. So, so they, they do. do. He, they do. Not really. 
His rates <coughs> are same as mine, almost. Oh, really? Yes. How bad is his credit? No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> hey, What's your credit? <laughs> it's really good. It's good. It's good. Like, really wow. good. Like, in the sevens. That's, and that's it's surprising because, like, 5%. Yeah, conventional's usually. Yeah. Right? It's, it's usually I told pretty him, attractive. And the crappy thing is, the guy, the broker that he goes through, is a good friend. And I'm like, how is he not giving uh, you a better rate on yeah. this? Yeah. But I don't know if that's the best uh, that he can do. Conflict of interest. And... I don't know. So yeah. moral of the story is Daryl has really good friends and they always help him out. Yes. <laughs> With like points, penalties, <laughs> raids, like the whole bit. No, yes. but, it, but to your point, it, it, it's funny and I'm making fun, but like I'm sure that's how we get deals. Oh, 100%. Right? Relationship. We're, we're in a relationship business. It is a, definitely a relationship business. We talk, we have fun, yes. we go out for drinks, we yeah. have poker nights, play pickleball, we go skate, whatever it is, but yes. like, we're building more and more of a relationship because it's coming from a genuine place, and obviously we're all entrepreneurs and we're trying to make money out of it, but like, we have a lot of things in common, yes. and if I can scratch your back, scratch mine, and, and I'm not going to trample you Correct. or you to like, make some money, because then that's going to just like blow out that candle and yeah. then I'm going to blow out that community and it's like alright I'm not going anywhere now yeah and karma's right. a real thing oh wait <laughs> the second you do something wrong oh god it it's might like not happen school, over bro. here like the world is so here. small yes the world is so <laughs> yeah. small Get word gets around word gets Everybody around really that. fast really fast so yeah no it's I'm making fun but like you're right. It is a very strong relationship-driven business, yes. and it's all about relationships, connections. Yep. How can I? It really is. How can I scratch yours? How, how are you going to scratch mine? And it goes back to it goes, your network is your net worth. It I, is. I don't mean it the is. tagline, but I, that's. <laughs> I, I've always thought that that's really like gimmicky, but it it, is. it holds so much yeah. weight. It holds so much weight. Yeah. That that saying. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you want to close it with. Um, all right, so that's the news about Airbnbs. Next up, we got Carlos with the weather. <laughs> hey, so. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll